You are listening to An Ounce, Season 3, Episode 9, The Patriot Flagmaker. You are listening to An Ounce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. I'm Jim Fugate, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. In 1870, William Canby presented the story of his grandmother, Betsy Ross, to the Historical Society of Pennsylvania. His presentation was strong on personal remembrance, family stories, and anecdotes. Canby even bolstered his presentation with signed and notarized affidavits from family recounting the stories they had been told. But the presentation, though powerful and persuasive, was void of anything that could be considered evidence or first-hand accounts. Just the remembrances of stories told within the family about their remarkable matriarch, Betsy Ross. This fabled account of Betsy Ross became the version of events that became accepted and celebrated by the public. But the truth? Well, most of it cannot be proven, and historians tend to discount much of what you and I know about the Patriot flag maker as unsubstantiated, romanticized stories. Does this mean it was all a lie? Well, I don't think so, but I'm sure there are some who would disagree. The facts we do have show us the life of a loyal woman who made horrible sacrifices for what she believed in, a woman who committed her life, her fortune, and her sacred honor to protect and preserve God-given rights of all humans. Betsy was born on January 1st, 1752, and named Elizabeth by her Quaker parents, Samuel and Rebecca Griscom. Betsy was the eighth of 17 children, but only nine of those 17 survived into adulthood. Betsy attended a Quaker school and learned to be a seamstress at the knee of a beloved aunt, and later apprenticed with a well-known and successful upholsterer, expanding her skills and expertise. As a Quaker, Betsy's family strongly disapproved of members marrying outside the faith. To her family's chagrin, she split from that faith on November of 1773 and ran away to Gloucester, New Jersey, and married John Ross. They later returned to Philadelphia. In 1775, when war broke out with Britain, the Ross household was all in. John Ross became an established member of the Pennsylvania militia, and in 1776, when Betsy was 24 years old, she became a widow, losing her husband as he served with the revolutionaries. Betsy was blessed, however, not to be left without support as she and John had established a good upholstering business who had among its customers one General George Washington. She continued to work in support of the Continental Army, providing bed hangings, tents, flags, bedding, uniforms, and banners. In 1777, Betsy Ross met and married Joseph Ashburn, a sailor with strongly patriotic beliefs, and within a few years after enjoying a June wedding, the couple welcomed two daughters. Sadly, one passed when she was only nine months old. And in 1781, the British captured and sank the ship her husband Joseph was on. He was captured, 
convicted of treason because of his activities supporting American independence, imprisoned, and then the next year he died in that prison. Betsy Ross, now about 30 years of age, has lost two husbands to a war against oppression and for the ideals of the noble liberty of the individual and an infant daughter. And what about the flag? Betsy's daughter, Rachel Fletcher, testified that at some point in the summer of 1776, Washington, with two members of the Continental Congress, visited the Ross home and commissioned Betsy to make a flag. Quote, The committee showed her, Betsy Ross, a drawing roughly executed of the flag it was proposed to be made by the committee, and that she saw in it some defects in its proportions and the arrangement and shape of the stars. She said it was a square flag and should be one a third longer than its width, that the stars were scattered promiscuously over the field, and she said they should be in lines or in some adopted form as a circle or star. And the stars were six-pointed in the drawing, and she said they should be five-pointed. Was it the first? The family claims it was, and they may be right. But there is much in the details of history that is like discerning what's on the other side of a window to the past, covered in mud. There are going to be a few details that you just can't see clearly, and many others that, well, you just don't really know. Does it really matter if this was the first American flag? In my opinion, the example of the life and commitment, loyalty and sacrifice shown by this amazing woman stands on its own. What became of Betsy? In about 1783, she met a man named John Claypool, who had been a companion of her second deceased husband, Joseph Ashburn, while he was imprisoned. John and Betsy became friends and were later married. John and Betsy had a happy 34-year marriage with five children, but her third husband passed in 1817. Betsy continued to work in her upholstery shop until she was 76 years old and very blind. She continued to tell her story of how she made the first American flag to her children and grandchildren. Then, on January 30, 1836, she passed away peacefully in her sleep. She was 84 years old. So here's the ounce. This story leaves us with a question. Who, really, was the designer and maker of the first American flag? Was it Betsy? Someone else? Well, that will be a debate best left to historians, forming their opinions with conflicting stories and facts. I expect Betsy deserves the honor. But, after the blood, sweat, and tears she poured into a cause of human freedom and liberty, being the maker of the first American flag seems to come in second at best. She deserves the honor of a grateful people and a grateful nation, either way. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. Curiosity. It killed the cat. It spurs exploration and discovery. And curiosity has spurred many a mistake and a lot of regret. Is it a good thing or not? We'll explore the shared human compulsion of curiosity on our next episode. Satisfy your curiosity and don't miss it. Thank you for listening, subscribing to, and sharing an ounce. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. Wow.
Wow, I had no idea Betsy Ross was so young when she made the flag. Yeah, very talented. Remember that time I sewed a button on your shirt in the wrong place and you wore it anyway? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dang it. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.